Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. All right, let's get to our next guest. We're joined by Leland Miller, CEO of China Beige Book, having a look at their latest survey. Uh, Leland, you're looking at China. Give us a sense of where we are with the economy and what your findings were with the respondents. Well, look, at the beginning of the year, look, look at what everyone was predicting for the year, and then look how far we are from meeting those expectations. I think there was generally a, the idea that this was going to be a big party congress year, that the stock market would rally. The economy would rally. There'd be big stimulus. Second half would be a particularly nice rally. None of this is happening. And when we look at our third quarter data, uh, you had a second quarter filled with COVID lockdowns, and yet the third quarter doesn't look much better than the second. And you know, some some of the sectors have, have improved a little bit underneath the hood. Maybe the situation is a little bit better, but you're not seeing borrowing. You're not seeing activity. And firms continue to tell us that they don't want to borrow or invest or hire until they see some sort of end to COVID zero, and that still remains uh, out of their hands. So it's interesting because we note that there hasn't really been all that much monetary stimulus. They've, they've had some targeted measures, but it's, it's a bit of an issue, I suppose, if the demand isn't actually there. So you've got to get to, uh, to confidence. And, and the direction that the economy is moving in, does it bring deflation into the picture? Well, that's, that's what's interesting about some of our new data. Uh, look, we're not in deflation yet. Uh, but while the entire world is worried about surging inflation and what you can do about it, there's been so much of an effect from the COVID zero lockdowns uh, and so much of a suppression of, uh, of consumption because of it, it has just wiped out demand and caused this deflationary effect. Now, you're not in deflation yet, but when you look at some of the numbers, everything's down on year. You're not seeing much improvement, from, from again, from last quarter, where part of the nation was locked down for most of the quarter. So you're not in deflation yet, but, you know, we're heading into the winter. And a lot of people think, oh, this will bring economic stimulus after the party Congress. It'll bring an end to COVID zero lockdowns. I don't think that's the case. And moreover, if you have more COVID and more COVID zero lockdowns, you're really going to have a, a problem with, with, with the threat of deflation looming. Okay, I mean, COVID-19 lockdowns, we've got uh, clunky governmental-led attempts to push up the value change. We've got a, a property market, to put it diplomatically, in the doldrums. Plus, on top of that, random regulatory uh, changes, all con- contriving together to ask you this question, is our authorities there collectively trying to commit economic suicide? Well, I mean, you look at the way that COVID zero has been applied, and you know, you tend to tend to think so. Now, this is not without a rationale. Obviously, China decided not to accept uh, the large scale, you know, the, the Western vaccines, and have a large scale vaccine rollout. And so, there's a lot of worries about their elderly population, a lot of worries about undercapacity in the rural area, hospital undercapacity in rural areas. Uh, there's worries about having a health crisis uh, in in a party congress year in particular. So, there are worries on this. But yeah. 
if you look at it, they're going to be continuing to, to, to push the boulder uphill as you try to contain a highly transmissible virus uh, in, a, in a population of over a billion people. And in the meantime, you're just crushing businesses left and right for, for months and months on end. You probably heard me do that line from Gautam Adani, um, the richest man in Asia, that, that China is risking isolating itself from the world. It seems like the West now is, I'm not sure where on the spectrum we would be, but it seems like the West is intent on decoupling with China to a certain degree. Right, from your surveys and from talking to people, Leland, are you seeing companies even foregoing profit now to maybe pull back from China? Yeah, I think I think companies have finally gotten the memo. You know, and back uh, in the early Trump years, when you were starting to look at at, at a trade war, uh, companies were were still of the mind. Look, you know, there's this is this this too will pass. Uh, you know, you, then you got into uh, more of a geopolitical competition and 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 and, uh, and and higher tensions in the relationship, and, and and a lot of companies said, no, no, this 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 too shall pass. By the time you got to COVID, and then year two of COVID, and then year, past year two of COVID, a lot of companies have finally come to the conclusion that, look, for a lot of reasons, uh, we have got to have a plan B. Uh, part of that's going to be because they think that, you know, the government might step in and, and, and force the relationship to change, and some some of it's because companies are looking at their own bottom line, saying this is important, but you know we're going to have a catastrophic event if we're relying on China and this flow stops. So I think that there's there's really light bulbs going off all over the West about an over reliance on China, and and we're seeing movement right now that we didn't you know two years ago. Lillard, are you seeing any light at the end of the tunnel for uh, the uh, property side of things? I mean, it's a huge part of the economy. Well, yes and no. So, you know, the, the, this is this is something that is not going to stop the party Congress. It's not going to stop next year. Uh, the party, you know, the property sector is going to be a smaller and smaller part of uh, of growth because they are intentionally stepping in uh, mm. to diminish its its importance uh, because they're worried yeah. about the you know this model of recklessly sending credit uh, to build infrastructure uh, and 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 having a problem on the other side of that. Uh, so, look, this is a long term slowdown now. What you are going to see is along the way, you will see ebbs and flows. You will see a culling of the herd where bad property companies get in a lot of trouble, go bankrupt, and then maybe there's a little bit of a policy relief. So they make sure mm. that the supply chains don't break down and you don't have contagion. Then maybe they call it, the herd a little bit more. And then it's and not then the most, it, the property is not the most productive use of the capital, I suppose. I, I'm sure they would like to see that investment directed into high tech and, and getting uh, a leg up on the rest of the world. But, you know, that's a discussion for another day. No time now, Leland. But great to have you on the program as ever. Leland Miller, CEO of China Beige Book. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.